Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts every day from Southern California. Welcome in. Remember, the latest lines in the world of sports are available at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Play gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. John Middlecoff joins us. He hosts the Three and Out podcast in a second. I, I got a bunch of things to get to with him. Most notably, like what now for Baker Mayfield? Right? Baker's getting dumped, and he's trying to, I guess, get all of our sympathy in getting dumped. And I don't know if that's working. Um, there's been a lot of weird things go down. What do you think of Baker Mayfield's post the day that we find out Deshaun Watson uh, kind of interviewed the Browns? John, what do you think of the Baker Mayfield deal? Oh, sorry. Sorry, couldn't hear you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty simple. You know, the, the Browns, you, you, you see the story coming out of Atlanta, right? They alerted Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's won an MVP. Matt Ryan's helped them be very successful for a long period of time, and they respect the guy. And I think it's pretty clear the Browns just do not care at all about Baker Mayfield. Uh, this is not the administration that drafted him. Not that that matters. I mean, it's not the case in Atlanta either. But there's a respect level with Matt Ryan in the front office, and there's just clearly that lacks in Cleveland. And I think it's as simple as, you know, I saw Chris Mortensen said that they're looking for an adult in the room. The quarterback position now, you know, and it's always been like this, but now with the money, uh, the, the investment that a franchise has to make, the, the importance of leadership given that money and, you know, the, the power that that guy has on the franchise – you have to be really, really high-level guy. And I, I think the bar is set so high now, not just with the Bradys and the Mannings, you know, but think about the new crop of guys, how just impressive they are, the way they handle themselves. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, uh, this new guy, Justin Herbert, you know, and even kind of the middle crew of the, the Derek Carrs, the Dak Prescotts, the Jimmy Garoppolos. You know, there's, we, we use the term a lot, be a pro. You know, I think it's a little cliche, but I, I think what that means is be a really high-level guy. And most of these guys are. And Baker, for whatever reason, just has not been since he's been in the NFL. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so if he has to find a new home, by the way, the Titans are releasing Julio Jones. Just, you know, I don't know if that, that strikes anybody as a surprise. Obviously, it was a big name trade, but he doesn't have a lot left and can't stay healthy. Um, is Baker still a starting quarterback somewhere else in this league? You know, what will be interesting is teams really value, you know, the, the person, like I'm talking about with the, with the quarterback. Washington was so desperate that they overlooked it with Carson Wentz. When I, see these te- when I see people saying, like, well, the Colts will be interested, they just got rid of Carson Wentz, who last year was a superior player to Baker Mayfield because of the person. So to me, they wouldn't be interested. Now Seattle, a little desperate, could see that. But I, I don't know how many options. I mean, he makes $18 million because he's on his fifth-year option. So it's not like he's making four. I mean, that's a pretty sizable commitment, even for a season. 
with a guy coming off a pretty big injury and doesn't really have a long history of success. So I, I would say, yeah, he'll be a starting quarterback, but I don't know if it's as black and white like if he's just a starting quarterback in the next 24 hours somewhere else. Um, I was surprised Brady came back, but also surprised at the speed by which he came back, right? Two months like I don't, th- I wish it was as easy as my kids are annoying and my wife's accent drives me crazy. But I, I think there's a little bit more. Why do you think he came back, and why did the retirement last such a short period of time? I think he came back fast because he never wanted to retire in the first place. And I think his, my theory is his wife. I mean, it's been reported on over the years that was yes. really pressuring him, and you know, and and he felt you know the season didn't end, even though he kind of you know resurrected that team in the second half of that game when the running backs kept fumbling. Like he, he made an incredible throw down the stretch where he threw the touchdown over Jalen Ramsey. He didn't want to retire. And it felt like he was forced into it by, it happens to a lot of us, right? By, by your significant other or by your very immediate family. And I don't think that's his kids because I, I see a lot of kids that have parents that are pro athletes. They enjoy it. You know, it's, it's fun. I bet his kids want him to keep playing, but his wife, you, most men would admit that their wife has a lot of juice in the house, more than them. It's not a 50-50 partnership that a lot of times in the house. It's, you know, 75-25, and he, and he gave in and capitulated. And then he realized, what the hell am I doing? You know, I'm not Peyton Manning or Drew Brees or Ben Roethlisberger, right? I, I can still play. I, I was – if Aaron Rodgers w- didn't exist, I'm the MVP of the league. You know, I'm arguably the second best, me, Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers, the clear top three in the league. No, who walks away like that? The, the answer is nobody, unless you're like Jim Brown, and that happened 40 years ago, right? Or Barry Sanders. It, it never happens at quarterback. John Elway was over the hill. You know, the Troy Aikman, Steve Young, like physically it ended. We, we just witnessed it with Roethlisberger. Like he was shot. Breeze couldn't throw the ball or Peyton Manning 15 yards down the field. If they would have kept playing at not even Brady's level, but at like a Pro Bowl level, like even Rivers was starting to trend the other way, but he was still good. And the Colts would have gladly had a back. He just had enough. Guys that are playing at Brady's level – you know, it's different because he's 44 years old, but they, they never walk away in pro, in pro sports in general, let alone football. Can, can they get that back, though? I mean, they've had a lot of turnover, and they've got a lot of free agents, and Godwin's hurt. So um... they brought a lot of guys back, though. You know, they brought back Davis. They brought back, uh, they brought back the center. Uh, like you said, Godwin is hurt, but it's an ACL. I mean, guys come back relatively fast from that. Mike Evans who's been banged up, you know, he'll be back. Obviously, Antonio Brown's gone, so they'll need to draft, you know, a playmaker. But they have, you know, it's a good playmaker draft. Defensively, to me, they have one of the best coordinators in the league. So as long as they have Todd Bowles, you know, in the combination of Leftwich, Brady, and Arians, you know, scheme in the offense. I, and that, think about that division. It sucks. I mean, the Panthers are awful. The, the Falcons, somehow they won seven games. I, I have no clue. Yeah. And the Saints now lost their most, you know, they've lost their two most valuable assets in franchise history the last two years. Drew Brees, Sean Payton. Like, I, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm shorting stock on them. Now, I don't think their roster is still good enough. Like, they're not going to be a 4-5 or five win team, but they are no longer going above 500. John Middlecoff's our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What's Seattle do? That's a great question. Uh, you know, I... I Probably try to get Baker Mayfield, you know, try to get somewhat of a bridge quarterback. I know they said they like Drew Locke, but if Drew Locke's your starting quarterback, you're missing the playoffs. Uh, you, use, 
some of those dra- the draft capital that you just got to improve your team. You still got DK Metcalf. You still got Lockett. Uh, I think Penny's a free agent. You try to. I know they wanted to bring him back because I think he led the league in rushing in December, and he had kind of been like a first round bust. But uh, you know, I think it's going to be very, very hard. That division. I mean, they're clearly without Russell, the fourth best team in that division. And if if their quarterback situation is not just just solid, that they could be, you know, they, they could win go six and 11 it it could be really ugly i mean hell they went seven and ten last year but russell once the injury happened was never really the same now that he he played actually well the last week of the season but actually thinking out loud hell they might be a four-win team if drew locks their quarterback uh khalil mack one of two big signees for the la chargers um what does mack look like with joey bosa and the rest of that defensive front where does he how does he fit into what they do yeah, I mean, I think he that, – that to me is the best – you know, if Russell Wilson ain't the quarterback's the most important, but non-quarterback move over the last three or four days, to me that's the best move because it's risky. You know, he's a little older, coming off an injury. But last year before he got hurt, he looked like peak Khalil Mack. And two things. One, you'd always rather have two sweet defensive linemen than one, and they got two elite guys when they're both on the field. And two, their run defense was a joke. I mean, the reason they missed the playoffs with a top-five quarterback last year wasn't just because they lost, you know, the Week 18 game. They were in that position because their run defense, a couple weeks previously, remember, the Texans ran for like 700 yards on them. Rex Burkhead looked like, you know, Arian Foster. So their run defense is awful. Well, Khalil Mack has been, since he entered the league, one of the best run defenders, and he's right at the point of attack in the line of scrimmage. So that means you can't run to his side. So you can load up the other side, and when you do, he makes plays. So he immediately changes their run defense. If he, if him and Joey, what they're 34 games between the two of them because they're 17 games, if they can get like high 20s out of both of them, you know, 28 to 30 games uh, combined, I think they're. In, it would be, you know, in the the coach would have to be all time terrible for them to miss the playoffs. Uh, Randy Gregory changed his mind and signs of the Broncos. That's because the the Cowboys tried to have some language protecting them from suspension. I mean, isn't that the smart thing? Randy Gregory's he never fin- finished the season without some sort of issue. I I actually going to side with the, the only reason I wouldn't sign with the Cowboys is they try and do it on the sly and not tell them that that part would be dirty. Yeah, true, but I mean, don't both sides always read over the language? I mean, isn't yes. that why you pay uh, the agent or your lawyer a couple percent? I mean, that's yes. his job. So that you can't, I, you know, I, I don't think you can sneak anything by. I'm with you. I saw a lot of reaction. Again, you take it for what it's worth on social media, and a lot of people that cover this have no clue what they're talking about. I, well, how do you blame the Cowboys at all? I mean, they've been partners. You know, they drafted this guy and been paying him and been, you know you know, hand in hand for a long time. Like nobody knows him better than them. So I, I'm with you. I, I completely agree. I don't, I don't blame them at all. And I listen, I'm a Niner guy in that playoff game. Randy Gregory must've jumped off sides eight times. I mean, legitimately three or four and a couple in the second half were killers for them. So it's not just, you got a question off the field. I think it's play on the field. I know he's physically gifted. You know, he's just not the most reliable person. You know, and, and one thing, and I think they got rid of Amari, who, you know, is a much higher level player than Randy Gregory in his resume, but he's also not that dependable. Like, they, they need dependability in Dallas. I mean, that was the reason they got 
I mean, the final score was closer, but they got worked in that playoff game. You know, and I, and I think a big reason, because a guy like Randy Gregory. So, I, I, for them, I, I would have let him walk, too. Yeah, no, I, I actually understand it. I, I don't understand the pushback on the language in the, in, in the contract. Where do you think Deshaun goes? That's a great question. I mean, the, the Texans have some leverage here because they can say no to trades, right? They obviously need Deshaun to okay it, but, like, he would love to go to the 49ers. Well, one, the 49ers don't have the picks, and the Texans like Davis Mills, so they don't want Trey Lance. So it would have to be like a three-way trade. It's too big of a pain in the Niners' ass to even approach that. But, you know, I would imagine the last couple of days he met with the Saints. Sean Payton's not there anymore. He met with the Panthers. He realized this guy's a college coach. This guy could get fired. You know, and I don't want to go play in Cleveland. So that's why, to me, he reached out to Atlanta. He's like, you know, I play for the Falcons. But, and, and they have the compensation to give back. But just because Deshaun okays to go somewhere, the Texans have to okay the, you know, the package back. So if I'm the Texans, I'm praying that he, he wants to go to Atlanta or Carolina because they have the two best picks. So I would bet on one of those two teams because – we talk about it like Deshaun's the only guy driving the bus here, but I, I, I do think the Texans have some juice in this thing. I do, too. I also think that we shouldn't underestimate the pull of the Falcons from this standpoint. Like, Atlanta seems to be a big-time city, big-time organization. I know Carolina's getting a new stadium, but when you grew, if you grew up in Georgia and you're a quarterback, Mike Vick's your guy, right? That's the guy you've, that's where you've dreamed of playing. I, I can't think of another scenario like that one. For sure, and even, you know, he was, you know, I guess he's 26 now, but even 10 years ago, right, when he was in high school, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and Tony Gonzalez were pretty damn cool, too. They weren't quite Michael Vick, but, I mean, that place was humming. They've had some really good teams when he's been, you know, in high school and college, so I'm with you. There there is a draw for him specifically, and last I checked, I mean, the Falcons have a pretty high pick because they weren't that good last year, so that might make some sense. And then to me, if that happens – then there's a huge domino because, we, you know, where I live in the Bay Area, so obviously we talk a lot about Jimmy Garoppolo, but Matt Ryan, you know, would have, like, I, I just think these teams, you know, the Colts, the Browns would be way more interested in Matt Ryan than they would in Jimmy Garoppolo just as a quote-unquote bridge quarterback. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I know he's got a ton of dead cap money if he leaves Atlanta, but all that stuff I'm sure can be figured out. John Middlecoff, uh, host of Three and Out in that podcast. John, great stuff. Thanks for joining us. Have a good one. See you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So we take the challenge ourselves around here for something new, something different. Here's one thing we got. It's the Million Dollar Bracket Challenge powered by Indeed. That's right, the Million Dollar Bracket Challenge. Fill out your bracket at foxsportsradio.com. You win a million dollars if it's perfect. And you compete against me and all the other Fox Sports Radio hosts and fellow listeners. If you get first place, even without a perfect bracket, you get a 48-inch ViewSonic TV. Right? That's a 48-inch HD TV from ViewSonic. You can fill out your bracket now or up until 11 a.m. Eastern on Thursday morning at foxsportsradio.com. That's foxsportsradio.com to fill out your bracket and get official rules. It's the middle of the week, the middle of the show. It's a segment we call Stuck in the Middle with You. It's time for Stuck in the Middle. The Midway. So here's how I'm thinking you're proposing this, Jason Stewart. Um, we're not that clever of people. We're just not. 
Right. I mean, we like to think we are, but we're not. You and, and so, you and me or us as a human race? <laughs> human race. Yeah, yeah. Human race. We have brilliant people, but we're not always that clever, especially those of us who are around and listen to sports radio. So we do this thing which I hate. <laughs> it's called lists, right? Oh, lists. Well, he's not even the 15th best player in the NBA. <laughs> Let me show you the list of the 15 guys ahead of him. Like, it's just arbitrary. So... What we try and do in order to be clever is to come up with ways of having lists without having lists. Yep. Right? Which is essentially what you're proposing to me. Sure. Um, and by the way, I just saw one this morning. Nick Wright now has an MVP ladder. I think he's like, I, I saw Dan Byer's MVP pyramid. Oh, interesting. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something a little different. And it's a the ladder. Midway. Um, when Nick's a big list guy. He's got the <laughs> he whole, is. he ranks every player one to a, a thousand in, yeah. in the nba even though there's not a thousand guys in it <laughs> mine though again is not a list it's uh it's a pyramid right so. it's much different right yep. much different a lot, different. Different. a lot different um okay so what's the what's the what are we doing so you know um and this became a thing and maybe it was like 10 years ago or something where uh blog sites and social media types would try to be creative in doing something that isn't a basketball bracket, but it has the same format. Um, so they'll be like, hey, sports movies, they'll have their top 64 sports movies, and they will seed them, and then it'll become a conversation, and people will argue about it and stuff. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today in this segment, is just how kind of lame people are in that respect and that they're always trying to come up with stuff so i guess i've already given away kind of my first submission it's the easy one the sports movie john has a pretty good one i have the one where you know doug where you guys are talking about and you go like um what's the best candy right let's rank it like i think m&m's goes up against snickers first right in the first round and let's see who gets the farthest so it's 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 the bracket of candy right (laughs) who's what's the best who's gonna win it all yep do, does it have to be chocolate? I mean, could <laughs> could you put uh, good and plenties in this bracket, John, or is it up to me? Uh, it's up to you. It's because you got to get sixty four. That's a lot. So you know the midway. Well, it's just one of those things where okay, we're gonna come up with a candy bracket. This is and this helps you out, John. It's like okay, I like Reese's peanut butter cups. So do I. You like M and M's. Like, how do we say somebody's right? Exactly. And that's what makes it so, so wonderful. It's it's up for debate, and we could spend segments on there's radio no shows de- talking about it. There's no real debate about it. That's not debating. Wait, what should I call it is way better than Reese's Pieces. What are you talking about? That that That's I, a debate. I disagree. <laughs> the Midway. I, I disagree. This is like, I mean, we could do cereal brackets are fun. But again, go. it's like, are you, like, at what point is it not a cereal anymore? at what point is it just pure candy and like do we have to balance out some nutritional value plus here's a big thing with cereal brackets okay we are we doing the just a one-time one hitter quitter deal or are we doing like i could have this cereal every morning because i gotta tell you like i couldn't have i'm not a big i'm not a sweet cereal guy I, i love a good cinnamon toast crunch but i'm not a big sweet cereal guy yep golden grams is the goat to me right but if I was going to have a cereal every day, I don't have cereal every day. I don't usually eat breakfast. If I did, like, great grains 
or grape nuts. <laughs> grape it's more nuts. of an ev- that's more of an everyday yep. thing. And every once in a while, you treat yourself with one of the sweet ones. <laughs> so I don't even know how we. Like that's what it's yeah, all about. That's how, who's going to move on, Doug, right? Doug, it's your bracket. You can come up with those conditions. And by the way, frosted mini wheats, I think, checks both boxes. I think that's sweet, but it also has nutritional value. I I I like this. There's also the uh, what's the organic kind of frost? What's the company that Kashi? They make some oh, frosted yeah. mini wheats. They're very good as well. Oh yeah. And and they soak up. It. Now the the big thing with them is you have to have icy milk. cold water milk. And you got to have just the right milk because it's going to absorb that milk. So you're going to taste the milk when you bite into it. Ugh. The Midway. Go ahead, Dan. What do you got? Right around the corner from best cereal and uh, best Halloween candy, best fast food hamburger. Ugh. Wow, and this is this is interesting for this, or maybe it's not. No, it is not interesting. <laughs> it's not interesting. What this does is this gets. People from Texas yes. support Texas, Whataburger, Whataburger right. then California, California in, in and out, out. Yeah. and then somebody throws in five guys, Uh-oh. and somebody's like, they're not even in the same category. What about sna- Steak and Shake? Yeah. What about Steak and Shake? I love the, the the spots that are only in four of the 50 states, like the restaurants. <laughs> and people are like, I, I, what do you like? I like Lombardo's. Like, what are you talking about? I don't even know. They're only in Montana and South Dakota. Well, then that doesn't work. I'm a Culver's guy, you know, because it's a Midwest, yeah, it's a Wisconsin thing. Sure, yeah. But gosh, I don't expect all of Florida to come to my defense. <laughs> Such the a dumb Midwest. argument. Oh, I can't stand it. How could White Castle want to be a three seed? <laughs> <What? Yeah. laughs> all right, let's ask. Let's ask the question that does matter. When you get a hamburger, do you get cheese, buyer? No. Plain. You're from Wisconsin and you don't get cheese? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. It's a plain burger, bun and meat only. And in fact, that's what I say because sometimes they just think like, all right, they'll still put like the ketchup on or yeah, something yeah, or the yeah. cheese. I'm like, no, bun and meat only. Okay. I like um, cheese, Doug. Love cheese. Like, all I types. Like, yep. I like everything on it. Give me everything on my cheeseburger. Everything Special my cheeseburger. sauce, huh? Uh, Yeah. Usually Thousand Island, but sure. Um. Okay, how about this one? I got one. Sitcom. Yes. Ooh. Oh, yes. Sitcom. Very the nice. Sit- sitcom bracket. And Be- because Cheers was clearly better than MASH. Yes. Seinfeld, no real like plot in some of them. So I don't know how we match up MASH versus Seinfeld. Yeah. The Midway. That that bracket with all in the family and and modern family. That's <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, the, like uh, the family region, like they're all <laughs> yeah, in the, the family. Yes, um, yeah, family ties. Family ties. Yep. Uh, what's the one with Urkel? Family matters. Family matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, family region is tough. It's tough because you beat yourself up, and then when you get out, I mean, how are you going to handle yourself against the <laughs> the office after you've handled the family region? The midway. Um, now, the one that I found interesting came out like two or three years ago, and it was a big hit in our industry. Okay. Remember when The Spun uh, did the brackets of lamest sports personalities, <laughs> um, which was great, by the way. I thought that was actually original. Um, Doug was the eight seed. Do, oh. do you think that you've in- improved your seed since no then or, or not? No, no yeah. question I've improved. My lameness has definitely spiked. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Because you were going up against Seth Davis, the ninth seed in the Stephen A. bracket. <laughs> um, that's tough. So Skip Bayless, Stephen A., 
uh, Jim Rome and Colin Cowherd mm. were the number one seeds. Have those changed? Has any has anyone superseded those names in recent years? Uh. I do think that Jim's become more lame but less prominent, although he does the CBS stuff. Um, I think I, I, I think um, uh, Clay Travis has to be a one seed nowadays, isn't that right? Or is no he kind of crossed over? No question. Well, it depends. It just <laughs> depends. If it's like Deadspin doing it, you know, or some super, they'll definitely tr- troll him. I mean, personally, I I think Tony Romo should be a one seed in this. He's he, he's I think he's topping my list. Of most annoying, annoying uh, sports personalities, but I, I found that to be particularly funny. I and 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 good too. Um, what jo- Joy Taylor was a 16 seed. Interesting. Okay. All right. Wait, Rob Parker. He's got to be in this too. He's got uh, Rob Parker's got to be a two seed at this point. Has he? Uh, is, is he still blocked? You, Doug? Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. I, no effect on my on my on my daily on my da- I I didn't even think of it until now. Like yeah, it's... I feel like since I know you guys both pretty well, I need to arrange a summit. You know, it's got to be guys... an on air summit. <laughs> it has to be on air. Yeah, uh, on air over beers. I mean, there's got to be something, and we can just work through it. We can just just hammer it out. Um, but yeah, that that was one of my favorite. But what the... about what about here we go? Here's from Fox Sports Eugene. Um, you have the the beverage brackets, right? Coffee region, spirits region, soda oh, region, sure. beer region. Yes. <laughs> Do you think everybody at Fox Sports Eugene quickly gathered in the conference room to send that tweet? <laughs> like emergency meeting. Let's get them all together. Which one should we tell Gottlieb? The midway. Well, Dr Pepper would be a one seed, right? Dr Pepper, Coke. Uh, I guess I'd... Pepsi, and what? And who would your fourth one be? Root beer or Sprite? Yeah. I, I, geez, that's oh, you know Mountain Dew. Soda. I know yeah. it's your Mountain Dew. Ah, that's right. Well, I, listen, I love listen. Beer. Let's be honest. Coke and Diet Coke would probably be number one seeds uh, for as many people that drink Diet Coke. I I see more people drinking Diet Coke ten times more than I see drinking regular Coke. I agree. I've converted over the years. My girlfriend talked me into sugars much better than than whatever is in Diet Coke. So. And by the way, uh, Coke, we'd love to have you as a sponsor. This is not, nothing against Coke. The Midway. Yeah, this is like this is like one of the only things I took away from college was studying new Coke. Wow. Right? Study new Coke. This is Spear School of Business Marketing. Okay, so you know why they changed it to new Coke, right? No. Because everybody liked the taste better. <laughs> but here's the pro- here's the problem with their research. Okay. When you do sit down taste testing and you just drink a sip. Coke or Pepsi? Any idea who wins? The sweeter one? Yes, who's the <laughs> yeah. sweeter one? I think Pepsi. it's Pepsi. Pepsi is much sweeter than Coke. Okay, but here's the flaw in it, okay? You don't just drink a sip of Pepsi. You drink an entire can at the time. Now, plastic bottle of Pepsi. So all that sweetness, the first taste in a taste test, you love it. After a while, it's too sweet. Additionally, we all grew up on Coke, right? We just did. And the Coke can and the Coke flavor, even if you, you prefer blindly other tastes, people still fall back on. They think they like Coke better. So they, they only got rid of old Coke or classic Coke because all of the research told them that people liked the flavor of new Coke. But they called it new Coke and broke out a new can and people didn't like it, partially because it was too sweet. 
so did the Pepsi win the Pepsi challenges? Was was that the narrative from way back when that the, the Pepsi yes. challenge was won by Pepsi? Yes, Pepsi yeah, would I, win the Pepsi challenge, but more people would still buy Coke. I, I'm not in. I'm not in that Pepsi thing at all. Me neither. All. Me neither. I think that just to button up this segment here, who who wins that first round matchup between uh, Fox Sports Eugene and Fox Sports Corvallis? The Midway. <laughs> oh, I definitely, I definitely think it's Eugene because they've hosted me, and absolutely, uh, yeah, that's it's basically they hosted me. It's a bigger city. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Eugene. It was all Eugene. I used to read Word Up magazine. That is for sure. Oh, I like that. And then Eugene was also the dorky character in Greece. Remember Eugene? Of course. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, is a former police officer in New York. He had this to say about Kyrie Irving and the vaccine mandate. We're going to continue to peel back. But let's be clear. Everyone is focusing on the sports area. It's, they're focusing on one person. I'm focused on 9 million people. We are here. The NBA has a season because of mandates you know they didn't have to cancel their season because we had mandates in place we are here where our schools are open where businesses are open our city is not being closed down our hospitals are not being overrun this is why we're here and so i'm not looking at one person i'm looking at my city not closing down again not having to deal with this crisis again we're going to peel back like we did uh, with of the a key to NYC, like we did with children, we're going to continue to do so. But I'm not going to be rushed in based on a season schedule. I'm going to do this right for the people of the city, and I'm not focusing on one individual. I'm focusing on nine million. Okay, I mean that's that's fine. It's good. Sports don't come before everything else. Aaron Judge also appears to not be vaccinated, and he's waiting on this thing to be cleared up. Um, the problem is that. There aren't any cities that are closed down in the United States. Right? Like saying, hey, I don't want to close down again. Like, well, no one's closed down. And I totally understand how bad it was. It appears to not be that bad anymore. Um, the NBA does not have a mandate, actually. So to say the only reason we're here is because the mandate, that wouldn't be fair or accurate either. Look, I'm, I'm all for Kyrie getting vaccinated. This, all this could have been eliminated. But when you start opening back up the world and a guy can come and watch a game unvaccinated with his mask off, granted, it was grandstanding. There's no question. But it does make you scratch your head. Why can't he just go and play if he can come and watch the game? Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every day at this time, we like to play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports 1. We call it... Ow. What Does the Fox Say is brought to you by Hustler Turf, the brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero-turn lawnmowers to run their business. And for us weekend shows, Hustler Turf is a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you. LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox... And uh, Brady Quinn. They're on a show called Two, Co- Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. They had this to say about Deshaun Watson. Ever before where this guy has this much power coming off the year that he just had and not playing the entire season last year. It's bizarre. Uh, there are interesting twists and turns to, uh, connected to this, this Deshaun Watson story. That That is for certain. But I, is there still... 
the chance that something surfaces, you got to know that there are people that are very, very, very upset looking at Deshaun Watson being in the situation and the scenario that he's in. And and you just start to ask yourself, is there anything that could possibly derail what seemingly now becomes a much smoother approach to to his next phase of, of his career? That's to me, that's what's in my mind, that's what's kind of percolating with me is that there's somebody out there, they're like, nah, 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 nah. No. He's not nope, I ain't gonna let that it's not gonna slide. I'm not gonna let that go yeah. that way. And I just wonder I, how much, how far that may go. Hmm. Okay. Um, it's a good question, right? Because if there's one more, all it takes is one straw to break the camel's back. We're all acting like this is behind him. And the only thing that's behind him is the criminal trial. Um, and and look, I, I, I was the only guy that thought it was reprehensible what Deshaun Watson did. He signed a contract extension with the club, never played under that extension and wanted out. Because he wanted them to make changes. They made a bunch of changes. He never had a conversation with them. I don't love that. But he has enough positive equity in the league as a player and with his personality that I think he looks like he's going to survive this thing. Uh, Let's get to Dan Patrick. He had this to say about Baker Mayfield. Who wants Deshaun Watson? Apparently the Cleveland Browns do because yesterday Baker Mayfield confirmed his future in Cleveland was in doubt after Watson met with the Browns about a trade. That created a lot of speculation as to where Watson's going to end up and Baker Mayfield's going to end up. Felt a little premature premature by Baker Mayfield. Just a little premature. Unless he's told, hey, there's no way you're coming back, whether we get to Sean Watson or not. Now, if that's the case, okay. But there's a couple things that came to mind with this. That there's still a really good chance, it feels like, that Baker Mayfield could be the Cleveland Browns quarterback this upcoming season which make this feels even stranger that he put out this long sort of goodbye note to the city of Cleveland here. And remember when we talked about Baker Mayfield was going to play through the pain and this had to do with his contract. And at the time I thought, you know what? You're rolling the dice. It's one thing to bet on yourself, but bet on yourself when you're healthy. And when he was healthy, I thought he was a good quarterback. Is he a great quarterback? No. Is he, could be, is he now a great quarterback? The answer is probably not. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like he's had a, he's had a really, really, really good supporting cast talent wise. It's been a bit of a mess going back early on with the coaching changes, but it's not for lack of talent. And Baker went from a guy who all his teammates loved him Right, when he's in Oklahoma, too, it's a mixed bag now. And most of it is performance-based. And then some of it is his, his constant desire for attention. Just is. That's what the Fox said. Check out the latest lines from the world of sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. you got to be 21. President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Byer, here's my question to you. Last night, right? Text saying Texas a Corpus Christi lost. Wyoming lost. Both played in the first four. Do you feel like they got the appropriate amount of attention for playing in the NCAA tournament? Um, no. But 
I, I've, I've never played in it, and I've all, actually also just kind of wondered if players would have the same thing, uh, the same feelings. Because if you lose, if you're a five twelve game and you play on Thursday and you're out, you know, by you know three o'clock Eastern time on Thursday afternoon, what's the difference of maybe losing on a Tuesday night as opposed to a Thursday? Maybe get two more days and jet set a little bit more. But um, yeah, I, I actually feel for the for Texas A and M Corpus Christi more than Wyoming. Why? Because they win their league tournament. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the goal. Like that's what you do. That's you know. I mean, that's your one shot. You were able to accomplish it, and I, I've heard Dayton makes it neat. But you are also forty-eight hours removed from the selection show. So, how much of an experience is it really? Yeah, there's not a lot of time for you to no truly enjoy it and embrace it. Yeah, yeah, and you're not taking on a you know a team like Kansas or you know Gonzaga. Well, it gives you a chance to win a game. Right, a much better chance to win a game. It gives you a standalone game nobody else is playing, so there are some positives to it. Don't don't get me wrong; there are negatives to it as well. But there's there are some positives to it. We, we agree there. Sure. Yeah, it's a hard one to tell whether or not it's the right thing or it's the best thing to do or not. It just is. No other way to because you you got to have those extra games. All right, coming up next, Baker Mayfield had a note to Cleveland, and whether or not they get Deshaun Watson or not. Seems like his days are done in Cleveland. We'll talk about the note and then try and find the best home for Deshaun. That's next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Here on Fox Sports Radio.